Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The broadcast, and I hope you'll bear with me with uh, the voice that I have today. I don't know what's going on. It's just one of those things that has affected my, my throat. I feel fine. But hopefully, uh, you'll be able to endure the next couple of hours as we continue our conversation here on News Talk 1110 WBT and 1063 WRD. I want to start off just kind of as a follow-up to what we talked about on Friday. I want to find out about your New Year's Eve, your New Year's Day. I will talk about mine. I'd love to hear your thoughts hear how you celebrated New Year's Eve. I'll tell you what, increasingly from people who are older, I'm hearing people say, I didn't even bother to stay up. I simply went to bed, maybe eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the evening, didn't wake up, no concern about watching some ball drop or anything like that. So I would, during the course of the broadcast today, I want to hear how you celebrated New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and kind of as a continuation of something we talked about on Friday, I do want to hear about your hopes for the new year. Maybe just one thing that you would like to see. I'll be very glad to share some observations with you, including a last-minute trip I decided to take, which was very very revealing in so many ways. (laughs) So many interesting things came out as a result of that. Any case, so we have set the table. I want to jump right in and talk about a threat that has not gone away. You know, one of the things that we always have to have in this country is eternal vigilance, especially when it relates to security. We cannot let our guard down. I think back to the era of the maybe mid-2000s when I first heard a presentation from John Guandolo. And he has an organization now called Understanding the Threat. And he talked about this program that was underway in America where the goal by radical jihadists is to subvert the government of the United States of America. That's the plan. This has not stopped. The threat 
has not gone away. Here we are, heading toward 22 years since 9-11. That threat is not over with. It's ongoing. And what we do as Americans, I don't want us to operate in fear all the time. But as human beings, our attention span is clearly drawn away to many other things, and we forget. We have people plotting to destroy America and Americans all the time. The threat has not gone away just because we are not thinking about it. We're freshly reminded of this by what happened in New York City. New York Daily News has a very good story about this. The suspect converted to jihadism before New Year's Eve and that attack that occurred on NYPD Times Square cops. The suspect, a young Maine man, became fixated with radical Islam, jihadism. He's the one who did this wounding two NYPD cops with a massive curved knife just outside the Times Square New Year's Eve celebration. Oh, this just, it sends chills down my spine. The rookie officer had his skull, oh my gosh, his skull was fractured. Ultimately, the suspect was shot by police. And now, the local cops, the federal authorities, are taking a hard look at the Internet history of this suspect. 19 years old, Trevor Bickford is his name, from Wells, Maine. The goal to determine if terrorism motivated the bloody, the bloody holiday attack. Duh. High-ranking NYPD official telling Daily News, this is under investigation as a terror attack. He radicalized about a month ago, not affiliated with any group, or like a lone wolf situation. How many times have you heard this? It's not new. Bigford expressing extremist beliefs on social media making threats he was going to attack a public official. The teen tried to swing a machete-like blade into a police officer's head. This happened on Saturday. He then whacked two other officers in the head with a giant blade. This This is chilling, folks. You have to see this knife. You really do. And you can understand why this poor officer has a fractured skull. The other wounded cop, eight-year-old veteran, identified as Officer Louis Iorio, suffering a cut to his head. One of the officers fired their service weapon, striking the suspect in the shoulder. 
the mayor, Mayor Adams, has met with the on-the-men rookie officer, saying he spoke with him and his dad and his mom and his girlfriend. He was being stitched up in good spirits and understanding his role saved lives of New Yorkers. The cop who opened fire, Officer Michael Hanna, also a rookie, he joined NYPD back in April. One of the workers nearby saying they only heard the shots. People were running. Police at the scene quickly took Bigford into custody. The officers taken to Bellevue Hospital, along with the suspect, all three are in stable condition. Now, Bigford came to New York by Amtrak last Thursday, staying in a homeless shelter in the city. Cops recovered a bag that belongs to him. They found an apologetic note addressed to his mother and his family. Bigford felt he hadn't had a good enough, hadn't been a good enough person. Urged them to accept Allah in that letter. And he seemed worried they would not take his advice. No arrest history. But his mother and aunt became concerned about his turn toward jihadist ideologies, reached out to law enforcement, which put him on the radar of the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force. So once again, some advanced knowledge. Heads up. Love to get your thoughts as we continue our Monday broadcast on this first broadcast of 2023. Welcome. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. on the Vince Coakley radio program. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets talk line is 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And on that text line, 
I love the sense of humor of some of the people here. Vince, could you say, Don, I'm going to make him an offer he just can't resist. <laughs> just what it matches your new voice. <laughs> thank you very much. Also on the text line. And we can thank Obama for aiding and abetting the jihadi U.S. attacks by dumping extremists in our country. Along the lines of what you're speaking of, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Vince, and I pray your throat clears up. Thank you. Appreciate all the prayers I can possibly get. Also this, good evening, good morning, Vince. New Year's Eve, very laid back. Watching New Year's, Rockin' Eve on ABC to watch the ball drop is always fun. That's been a tradition for a long time. Mr. Coakley, as for domestic terrorists, we also need to look at NPR and the anti-American and anti-capitalist poison they're broadcasting each day. Are they inciting their liberal listeners? It's a fair question. That's a very interesting discussion I had with someone the other day. How the agendas of those on the most radical left and the jihadis who want to undermine America, they are the same. There's no difference. The strategy is the same. It is to undermine from the inside. And as a result, see the same destruction that they're wanting to bring about. A listener also sent a text to me of something that I think I need to bring to your attention. And it references a website from J.D. Rucker and an alert that has gone out. Now, one of the things that I think is really important to understand, I've said to you before, we must not forget history. We must not forget our seasons of false security. How did 9-11 happen? There were warnings out there, and we didn't put some of the pieces together. Let me rephrase that. The federal government did not put the pieces together. They were out there. This J.D. Rucker piece, and I, I share this with you because I'm not surprised at all that this is out there. I encourage you to read this. Use your own judgment on what you think about this threat. I would just ask you initially, do you think terrorists have all of a sudden decided, ah, never mind. I don't think that way. J.D. Rucker reporting, DHS quietly issues terrifying alert, Al-Qaeda is planning another plane attack with new techniques and tactics. J.D. Rucker saying when government wants to bury a story, they release the story on a Friday. When they really want to bury a story, they release it during a holiday weekend when the vast majority of Americans are focused on anything other than the news. Well, the Department of Homeland Security decided to drop a bombshell release 
about an upcoming terrorist attack on Saturday, New Year's Eve. According to the intelligence, Al-Qaeda quietly recruiting new suicide bombers to use aircraft in attacks on the U.S., similar to what happened on September 11, 2001, using different strategies and tactics, according to the memo. Even though this was an internal memo, they knew with a certainty because the vastness of the drop, it would be leaked to the media. As of two days following the drop, no corporate media outlet in the U.S. has reported on it. Atlas News did, though their focus was on the taunting of the CIA. Can I just interject here a moment? This is not a surprise to me at all. Because I find that many in the corporate media have zero interest in national security. They're too busy inciting us to turn on each other and wasting time on food fights with stupid, worthless political politicians and their issues. In any case, another publication, Judicial Watch, highlighting our federal air marshals who should be in the air prepared to stop terrorist attacks are busy trying to help process illegal aliens at Joe Biden's open border. This is crazy, isn't it? I would encourage you to read this article for yourself. Because he brings out a great point. Let's hope corporate media can break away from touting Volodymyr Zelensky or limiting Nancy Pelosi's exit from Congress long enough to warn Americans radical Islamic terrorists may be ready to strike our nation again. It's a real threat, has not gone away. We're distracted. Our people are distracted. Our federal agencies are distracted. I want to make sure you're not distracted. You know full well what's going on. That's my appeal to you. Get informed. Check out websites like my friend John Guandolo's understandingthethreat.com. Always good material there. If you're up to speed there, you're going to be up to speed on these kinds of issues. Very important that we are eternally vigilant. This is not new, folks. Not new at all. Still to come on the broadcast, we are going to talk about the upcoming speaker battle that will unfold in the U.S. House. A couple of versions of this story, one indicating that Kevin McCarthy may have this thing in the bag. Who knows? And I want to share with you a number of observations about my weekend. I think you'll find them quite intriguing as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us.
on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And during the break, I uh, went to one of my go-to solutions for times like this. Um, something I take that uh, seems to help ease my throat a little bit. Hopefully it is sounding a little bit better as well. Over on the text line. Let's pick up from here. Chris out of Shelby says, I just DoorDash you some white liquor and rock candy. <laughs> Bring it on, Chris. This person with an appeal, please don't start 2023 off with panic porn. No, this is not panic porn. This is reality porn. There are folks who are determined to destroy us. They've not taken a break. That's a real threat. Not trying to scare us with all this domestic terrorist stuff. Trying to get you to mistrust your neighbor, your American neighbor. That's pure foolishness. And all of the hysteria associated with January 6th, that's panic porn. That's stupidity. Another texter, no, it's not new. Those of us that are very informed are still helpless as our representatives refuse to listen to us. Yes, these folks are really quite dense. Another person saying Biden gave them entire country fully equipped in which to operate from. Yep. Good morning, Vince. I listened to a lot of YouTube shorts over the weekend. I noticed that all the clips on Trump, good or bad, were all addressed with him in his way defending America and all the negative clips were focused on attacking Trump the man. I think all people should be evaluating the party or the person. But where were we then and where are we now? That's a valid question. Clearly we're on in a situation where we're better off in the Trump era. I don't think anybody with any sense could disagree with that. No matter what you think of Donald Trump. Vince, I plan to fly with a fellow family member in a couple of months to go see another relative a few states away. The jihadist threat definitely concerns me in that regard. But our government has nothing better to do than to latch on to right-wing extremism and more divisive material. I'm wondering if we should hold our government responsible if we get attacked again for dereliction of duty. Jeff, you've hit it on the head. This is exactly what I made reference to when I told you they're trying to get you to be fearful of your neighbors while they are asleep at the switch with the many foreign threats against us, some being hatched on our soil. Vince, California just enacted a transgender free state. Kids can request change at six without parents' approval. Isn't that wonderful? Regarding inflation, the government thinks they can stop it. They must be responsible for it. More money supply, more spending. So my conclusion is, the only absolutes in life are death, taxes, and inflation. (laughs) Pretty sad. Steve out of Indian Trail with this observation. Democrats are evildoers. Republicans are nothing doers. Wow, that's brutal. More advice here on the text line. Some honey, lemon, some lemon tea and local honey. We'll clear that throat right up. We'll try about this. <laughs> Vince, is that you? I thought it was J.D. Hayworth in a bad mood. I hope you feel better quickly. 
And again, I remind you, I feel fine. Um, just the scratchiness has been developing over the weekend. I want to go into telling you about my weekend, which ends with some interesting political observation from where I was this weekend. Before we delve into the upcoming speakers race, because it's a story we definitely want to focus on. Very good weekend. Started off on Saturday with my son and daughter-in-law coming over, which was awesome. Always good to see them. They live in Tennessee now. Had a wonderful visit. And it one of the funny things about my oldest son, it's scary how much he's like me. I have a couple of friends. I drive them up the wall because when I visit them, I will very often pace around and talk. And I think of one in particular is like, you know, please sit down. <laughs> well, guess what? My oldest son paces just like me. In fact, I'm told all three of them do it. And we had the most extraordinary discussion. I'm so amazed at 25 how sharp this young man is. Some of the things that I'm sure he's learned from us as parents, but it's very clear. He's a learner, and he goes after information. He's got a voracious appetite for information, and I'm very proud of him. The conclusions he's reached, because we have not spoon-fed or force-fed any ideology on him, but he's arrived at very independent thinking, and for that, I'm very thankful, very thankful. So I had that visit on Saturday morning. Awesome to have him come along with his wife, the wonderful young lady that she is. Then on um, Saturday evening, I made somewhat of a spontaneous trip. I think it was on Thursday or Friday. I decided I want to do something different. I don't want to sit and watch TV, and I thought... There was really nothing I wanted to do here locally, nothing. One of the things in my mind is I've been to every single corner of the United States of America, the continental U.S. I've been to every corner of the U.S. except for one. And I thought, you know what? Now's the time. I should go to that last corner of the country that I've never been to. I'm just going to do it. So I scheduled it Friday. And on Saturday, went to the airport and uh, got a wonderful seat. Um, little inside thing, I won't say any more about this, but I have an arrangement where I have standby travel. And actually, this the flight was showing full. So I thought, you know, it may happen for me. It may not happen. But... I got to the airport, the TSA line, wonderful. Maybe three people in front of me in TSA pre-check. Breezed right through. Right as I breezed through my actual boarding pass, an actual seat, and an exit row. And this is an extraordinary exit row. I don't even remember what kind of plane it was. I should be ashamed of myself, the aviation nerd that I am. But I had an incredible amount of leg room. This was 
this was awesome for a trip of this type. So I got my seat, and I think I posted on social media, it's on. <laughs> my trip to a part of the country where I've not been. I'm going to talk more about this. Some wonderful people I met on the journey there and some observations from that city. All of that much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. So I'm telling you about my cross-country trip that I planned at the last minute. I was so excited about getting this. First off, I was glad to get a seat. Second off, I was thrilled to have a seat in the exit row with wonderful amount of leg room. And it's kind of interesting. I was texting with a good friend of mine in Mississippi. And... He was asking, you know, who you're sitting next to? And I said, um, just a very nice couple from Seattle, which is where I was going. And I had not had any conversation with them, but I could tell they seemed like really decent people. Um, did a lot of texting, writing, planning during the trip. And it was really only the last hour that I engaged this couple. Um, it, it's kind of funny because my friend Randall figured out that I'm a person who loves to engage people wherever I go. I'm the kind of person I can make friends anywhere. And true to form, in, in the course of things, end up sharing my text with the person next to me. In fact, uh, my friend sent the message, said, hello, nice couple. So I showed it to him, you know, just in, in humor, you know, hello, nice couple and, and communicates, Hey, yes. Hello back. Danny and Lauren, wonderful couple, been together years, live in the Seattle area. And we, I don't know how we got there, but ended up getting to a discussion about politics, current events life we had the most wonderful conversation i don't know their political affiliation but i love the fact they're independent thinkers they love the things that i shared and uh, we just connected well and had a great conversation in that last hour before we landed in seattle in fact they may very well be listening now i would just say danny and lauren if you happen to be listening uh, enjoyed meeting you and uh, again happy new year very nice people I'll tell you a little bit more about my journey what I did and get to interesting observations about the city some very important ones when I got there I mean one of my goals too is to make the travel as inexpensive as possible 
Now, I'm going to tease you a little bit more and tell you, um, I thought I might spend as much as $100. I spent 20 Actually, it was less than $20 on this trip. Less than $20. So, <laughs> uh, let me get to how uh, what went down from there. After getting off the plane, I took um, the light rail. It was very nice to get light rail to downtown. I think it's a brilliant idea to do here. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of transit from a financial standpoint. It's just got to be recognized. It's not going to be a moneymaker. It's just not. It's going to be subsidized forever. But I was glad to have it, which is one of the reasons why I didn't have to pay anything. So took mass transit to downtown, walked a few blocks, and uh, just killed time hanging out, dropping in different venues in the downtown area of Seattle. One of my frustrations I quickly came upon, and it's not one just for me. I was like, I need a bathroom. I could not find one. All the restaurants had signs up, no public bathrooms. I'll tell you more about this a little bit later on. It was really cool by the time we got to midnight. I was hanging around in the general area of the Space Needle. And, and I've got to tell you, once you've seen many cases, you see one fireworks show, you've seen them all. Uh, this was extraordinary to see the fireworks at the Space Needle. It was absolutely awesome. And the view, there was really no bad view standing on the street. It was so cold just to walk through the people and uh, just the festive atmosphere. I've not been in that kind of atmosphere on New Year's Eve for years. It was cool. It was just absolutely awesome. And that fireworks show, it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, uh, after watching the show, got walked a few blocks. I thought the light rail would shut down at midnight. Turns out it did not. It was going to be continued. I thought I would have to pay 50, 60 bucks for an Uber ride. Turns out light rail was still on until 2 in the morning. So took light rail right back to the airport. It was about 3 in the morning, 2 or 3 in the morning, where I hung out, slept there at the airport, and um, prepared to come back. Another brief, quick story. I've got to tell you, it's pretty funny. Got to the airport here in Charlotte, and... I got to the terminal and realized I left my phone. <laughs> I had to go all the way back on the shuttle bus to get my phone. I was so upset. Uh, coming up, I'm going to make some observations about Seattle and uh, some things we ought to look out for and much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 